1: faces a choice this is battleground america here's tara servatius
2: in a now chillingly accurate prediction victor davis hanson a republican commentator warned before the 2020 election that if joe biden and the democrats were elected they would hunt us terrorize us and they are they're hunting our supreme court justices Stalking them, intimidating them to get their way, and yes, it's deliberate. It's the equivalent of a January 6th every day committed by the Democrats as they violate federal law by telling their followers to go to the home of Supreme Court justices. To understand the true horror of the violent intimidation campaign, we face by the left. You've got to look at the timeline. In response to a Roe versus Wade ruling the left didn't like that leaked, Democrat leaders immediately instructed their followers to go to the homes of Supreme Court justices in protest. That's blatantly illegal. That's exactly what Trump supporters did on January 6th. But there's one difference. Trump told them to protest peacefully and patriotically. He never said to go to the Capitol. He never said to trespass, which is illegal. The Democrats did, knowing full well they were telling their supporters to break the law. Here's Joe Biden's spokeswoman Jen Psaki doing just that. So I know that there's an outrage right now, I guess, about uh, protests that have been peaceful to date. And we certainly continue to encourage that outside of judges' homes, and that's the president's position. There's literally no difference here between what they're encouraging their supporters to do and what happened on January 11th. Except no one on January 11th showed up with a gun and attempted to kill anyone. A young Democrat just did and confessed he'd intended to kill Judge Brett Kavanaugh. After that news broke yesterday, Dana Perino on Fox News nailed it when she said this. Democrat leaders must condemn the violence and tell them to stop the illegal protest. And the Department of Justice must finally arrest those protesting outside the homes. It's illegal to protest at the home of a justice.
3: Yes, it is. Okay, so Ruth sent us is going to go to the house. They were at at his house today. They plan to be there tonight. If I was the attorney general of the United States, I would say arrest them all. And Biden should say they absolutely should be prosecuted. You cannot do this. They have to take a stand tonight. And if they don't take a stand tonight, they are complicit. The other thing is that the Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, has been slow walking this bill that passed the Senate unanimously Mm -hmm. to protect Supreme Court justices. Why is she doing that? Fast track it tonight. And if you don't, you're complicit. It
2: was almost as if Pelosi heard that interview and found it funny. In the hours after the attempted murder of Supreme Court Justice Kavanaugh was announced, Pelosi blocked a bill that had already passed unanimously in the Senate. Pelosi is the Democrat leader of the House. She blocked a bill that would have provided federal protection for the family members of the Supreme Court justices. Blocked it! Knowing full well the Kavanaugh family had been inside the House when the attempted murderer showed up. This is barely restrained, naked aggression. After all, Senator Lindsey Graham and the Attorney Generals of no less than 24 states had asked Joe Biden's attorney general, Merrick Garland, to arrest the protesters. This was over a month ago. Why? Because for the first time in U.S. history, a Supreme Court justice, Samuel Alito, had had to go into hiding because of the nakedly illegal activities of the left wing that was terrorizing his family in front of his house. I said at the time, this is one of those turning points in a society, in a country, in a culture, if you allow this, you may not be able to see it at the time, but when you look back, you'll see it as a turning point. When we began to allow the terror campaign of the left in violation of the law against our institutions, while well, they vilify us for a peaceful protesting incident on January 6th, it's the ultimate in dual justice. Here's Senator Lindsey Graham talking about how he begged Merrick Garland, Biden's attorney general, to arrest these thugs but he wouldn't.
1: I wrote a letter in May to Merrick Garland to arrest the protesters. We have a law in the books. You cannot go to a judge's home or a juror's house and intimidate them while they're doing their job. The reason they haven't been arrested is because they're trying to get an outcome that they agree with.
2: Surely, with a death threat by a young man who made it all the way to the front of the house where it's illegal for him to be, where the Democrats allowed him to be. Surely now the illegal planned protest in front of Supreme Court justices' homes, the ones that have kept Alito in hiding, surely that evening after the murder attempt, these protesting thugs would finally be arrested. Nope. It was allowed to carry on by Merrick Garland. The attempted murder wasn't even mentioned, much less condemned by Joe Biden or Nancy Pelosi or... Or Chuck Schumer, the Democrat leadership, essentially.
3: Pro-choice activists swarming outside Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh's Maryland home last night, just hours after a man was charged with attempting to murder Kavanaugh. Protesters from the far-left activist group Root chanting slogans and banging drums. Scenes like this playing out at the homes of conservative-leaning justices since the leak of the draft opinion that would roll back abortion access.
2: As Fox News host Carly Shimkus pointed out, you could see this coming. The left had already committed acts of terror far beyond anything that happened on January 6th in response to this draft ruling on
3: Roe. The White House, you know, when this draft opinion was leaked, you you did have pro-life centers being firebombed, you had churches being vandalized, and you had the addresses of the Supreme Court justices leaked online. So you could really see this coming from a mile away. Some of the justices went into hiding, and when all of this was happening, White House Press Secretary Jen Saki was asked how the president feels about this. And here's what he had to say. Watch this.
2: So I know that there's an outrage right now, I guess, about uh, protests that have been peaceful to date. And we certainly continue to encourage that outside
3: of judges' homes. And that's the president's position.
2: And predictably, just like that, a young man who would tell authorities he wanted to bring meaning to his life by killing Kavanaugh showed up, came all the way from California.
3: You have to just wonder what would give this guy the the inkling that killing Justice Kavanaugh would give his life meaning. And I think that there's a really clear paper trail of horrific comments that have gone completely unchecked that would lead a crazy person to, you know, think that that could be a a possibility. And so far, the White House has done absolutely nothing to stop this. Of course they haven't,
2: because this is conditioning. Conditioning. Of the kind that I've been warning you of since the summer of love. Here's what they're conditioning us for. They can commit violence. They can kill. A Black Lives Matter supporter execution-style shot a cop in Las Vegas. Google it. He's still a vegetable. He'll never wake up again. They burned down a business with an employee inside. He died. But the Biden federal prosecutor worked with the defense to lessen his sentence. Because the man who set the building on fire, well... He was Black Lives Matter, so he was angry. They are conditioning us to the idea that they can protest violently, intimidate violently, break any law they like. But if we show up and peacefully protest, so much as dare to speak legally at a school board meeting in the Midwest somewhere where we embarrass a liberal school board member, we'll get the full throttle boot of the FBI. Never forget, this is the same Justice Department that has refused to arrest these protesters who are clearly violating law. This is the same Justice Department under Merrick Garland, who lied to Congress under oath, said the FBI was not investigating these school parents who merely speak in heated terms at liberal school board meetings across the country. And then we found out he lied. They'd actually opened two dozen cases under counterterrorism authority. Domestic Terrorism Authority into parents who merely spoke angrily, not illegally, didn't make threats at school board meetings.
0: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
2: Remember this story from Fox News from a group called Moms for Liberty of a mom who didn't even dare appear on on Fox News. That's how afraid of the FBI she is. This is Tiffany from Justice Moms for Liberty talking about what the FBI did after they protested their own school board. Keep in mind, this is the same FBI and Department of Justice that won't stop the campaign of terror in front of Supreme Court justices, even though that actually
3: violates the law when you do it in front of their homes. I think it's terrifying in a lot of ways. No mom thinks that she's going to be making peanut butter and jelly sandwiches in the morning, working to get a babysitter for a 6 p.m. school board meeting, right? And then be called by the FBI the next day because she, um, you know, spoke out uh, in defense and, and advocating for her children. So, um, you know, understandably upsetting and, uh, you know, really against the First Amendment in the United States of America.
2: By the way, she explained, that particular mom not only got a call from the FBI, they let her know that they knew she had guns. How did they know that? Contrast that with this. This is Attorney General of the state of Virginia, Jason Miaris, begging the Biden Justice Department to arrest the protesters outside Supreme Court Justice homes that happened to be located in his state. This was back in May.
0: The law is explicit. I don't have the statutory authority to, to prosecute these individuals. Uh, who does? The Justice Department in Washington, D.C. does. And they should be having federal agents there, uh, when people cross that line. It's a clear violation of Section 1507. They're shutting down, uh, private residents. They're shutting down roadways and they're trying to intimidate Supreme Court justices. Right now, the U.S. Justice Department can step in. That's why both the governor, uh, Larry Hogan, and then also you're going to be seeing a letter later today of, of close to two dozen state attorney generals that have said, listen, do your job, protect these judges, stop this uh, the, this intimidation of these Supreme Court justices.
2: That letter was delivered back in May, but the protesters and eventually the killer were allowed to come. But let's go back to Carly Shimkus's question about the endless violent rhetoric from the Democrats that's caused this. But first... I want to play you what they impeached Trump for. The supposed incitement on January 6th. You'll notice a few things missing. He never told them to break the law. He never told them to go inside the Capitol, which is illegal. He told them to peacefully and patriotically protest.
1: I know that everyone here will soon be marching over to the Capitol building to peacefully and patriotically make your voices heard.
2: He never told them to enter the Capitol. In fact, they didn't till they were invited inside by Capitol Police, who held the doors open. Now contrast that with Chuck Schumer, leader of the Democrats, telling them to break the law. Specifically telling them to protest outside of the homes of Supreme Court justices, knowing full well it's illegal.
1: Are you comfortable with the protests that we saw outside the homes of Supreme Court justices over the weekend? If protests are peaceful, yes.
0: Yes.
2: But Schumer had made it clear on another occasion that Kavanaugh should fear retribution from the left if he voted in a way Schumer didn't like on abortion, specifically on abortion.
1: And they're taking away fundamental rights. I want to tell you, Gorsuch, I want to tell you, Kavanaugh, you have released the whirlwind and you will pay the price.
0: You won't know what
1: hit you if you go forward with these awful decisions. Yeah, I mean, frankly, the Justice Department should have called Schumer before a grand jury over comments like that designed to intimidate the court. This is language that continues to be echoed to this day. Now, Garland, for instance, yesterday is is saying, oh, well, you know, we oppose intimidation and violence. Yes, but they allow intimidation that is a violation of the law. When you show up outside a justice's house, you're in violation of federal law. If you're out there to uh, to try to affect a um, a course of action that the court's about to take. So Garland's in on it. Biden's White House has endorsed these types of campaigns. And of course, Pelosi and Schumer are in yeah. on it.
2: But this is just a continuation of the left's violence, Fitton went on to explain.
1: I attended those hearings for Kavanaugh. They were violent. Their intimidation, it involved assaulting members of the Senate staff and others who were attack- who were attending those hearings. And then we have Schumer threatening the Supreme Court. We're going to get you, he said about Kavanaugh and Gorsuch. And now we have the latest. I've never seen anything like this in my adult life. Our Supreme Court, and that means our republic, is under attack. And I suspect we won't hear much about that. Tonight, right. as the networks <laughs> give this unprecedented coverage to uh, those in the right. House who supposedly cons- are concerned about democracy.
2: Again, this is exactly what Republican commentator Victor Davis Hansen warned us about before the 2020 election. That as the Democrats agenda becomes less popular, they will weaponize the federal government against us and they will begin to hunt us. He said he knew this because it's always this way. In authoritarian regimes, or regimes that are heading toward authoritarianism, which is exactly where the Democrats are going.
1: I've never seen anything like it, and I grew up in the '60s, and it was not even that was not like this. It's scary, but civilization, I really believe, is in, is on the brink because if these forces come to full power, they're going to be taking names, and they're going to, they're not going to want a union of fought they're not going to want the, they're not going to be gracious about their victory they're not going to want unity and healing they're going to want to hunt out and eradicate their opponents that's what cultural revolutions always do and they'll do it again
2: but that mentality of hunting us has already gone mainstream on the left here in answer to Carly Shimkus's question from earlier in the podcast is just a small sample of the rhetoric you can hear inducing violence on mainstream media this is CNN, MSNBC, and The View. Listen to it, and you can understand why that young man thought it
3: might be worthwhile to make something of himself
2: by killing a Supreme Court justice.
3: And there have been no uprisings. People haven't taken to the streets, except for locally. So I hope there will be a national uprising, but I'm concerned that the stomach for that isn't there. Protests outside
0: Supreme Court justices' houses, strictly Justice Kavanaugh, um, Where do you
3: think that line is? I think for a lot of people, a conversation about civility feels um, like it misses the mark Mm. when constitutional rights that you believe that you had— for over 50 years are about to be overturned. It's so funny, so does what uh, Alito wrote. Looks the same way to me, looks like intimidation. And and yeah, it's kind of the same thing. But it it also uh, shows Alito what it feels like to lose your freedom of choice. He cannot leave the house easily, so maybe that's a good lesson for them. Well, and I will say... How dare Republicans demand civility as they strip away our civil rights? When Amy Coney Barrett's tacky-ass McMansion is visited by a pack of roaming handmaids, she is not the victim.
2: Keep in mind, these are the same people who claim to be outraged by January 6th and Trump's statements. And you can see the conditioning for the new dual justice system, where we're terrified to even speak for two minutes at a school board meeting. But they can burn entire city blocks to the ground where we can expect them at our homes in violation of the law to terrorize us. And nothing will be done, but they can do over a billion dollars worth of damage in a single summer. And it's all cool. I'll let former federal prosecutor Kevin McCarthy wrap this up. He said this a month ago when begging our attorney general, Mary Garland, to enforce federal law in front of Supreme Court justices' homes so they wouldn't have to go into hiding.
0: In our system, judicial proceedings are supposed to be insulated from from political pressure. So the point isn't whether it's violent or not. There's a federal statute that says you can't demonstrate on the homes or at the residences of Supreme Court justices. Merrick Garland knows this. He was a judge, a federal judge, distinguished federal judge, for more than 20 years. And even as we speak... They are prosecuting people in connection with the January 6th riot who were peaceful protesters, hundreds of them, who they've brought back from all over the country. They had the FBI go out and get cell site data so that they could identify people who were just parading, track them down, and bring them to Washington for misdemeanor trials. I wrote a a column at National Review about a month ago about the first guy who got acquitted. And he not only was a peaceful protester, the police waved him into the Capitol to allow him to go in and and parade inside the Capitol. The Justice Department prosecuted him anyway because they said, under the circumstances, he should have known that he was in a place he shouldn't have been because it was interfering with a congressional proceeding. So how they can take that position and then not protect these Supreme Court justices is just mind-boggling.
2: With Terra Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening.
0: We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Mm-hmm.